Hey, Life Group Leaders and Hosts. Here we are with the week two leader guide for Pastor Nate's special message on Revelation chapters two and three. Uh, Due to some challenging circumstances on the morning of February 26th, we had to make some last minute changes to our services, including the sermon uh, passage. So Pastor Nate, um, decided to preach on Revelation chapters 2 and 3, which is why we're um, diverting briefly from our study in Galatians. So let's jump in. The icebreaker question this week is, who was the last person you sent a letter or card to and what was the occasion? During this week's sermon, Pastor Nate discussed the truths from Revelation chapters 2 and 3, which are the seven letters to the seven churches in Asia Minor. As we consider the letters that were written for these churches, let us in a fun way, consider the last time we wrote a letter ourselves. If you haven't written a letter in a while, you can instead share about a card that maybe you've written to someone recently. After your icebreaker, go ahead and take some time to pray and then read the passage in Revelations 2 and 3. Your first question is, what stood out to you in this section of scripture or from Sunday's sermon? So hearing what God spoke to individual members of your group may be encouraging and applicable to each other's lives. This question could lead you to talking about all of the following questions. So if that happens, please try to acknowledge when the conversation moves to cover another question. That can give your quieter members who actually have a thought that they just haven't shared yet, or maybe they've written something down um, on those questions. It gives them an opportunity to enter into the conversation. I would also encourage you to do your best not to fill the silence with your own voice. One of the goals of this question is to have your group examine the text of scripture uh, together. So think of this question as there's no right or wrong answer question uh, for the most part. You can even tell this to your group if they're having difficulty getting started. Question two, why is Jesus' description of himself in Revelation 2 and 3 a prescription for anyone who follows him as individuals or as a life group? How does knowing more about Jesus transform us as believers? So this question allows your group to discuss the main thesis statement of Pastor Nate's message, that as we understand the attributes of Christ as revealed to the seven churches in Revelation 2 and 3, we can deepen our relationship with Christ and see how God makes us more fruitful through his spirit. Jesus' description of himself in Revelation 2 and 3 gives us seven attributes to consider. These attributes are prescriptive for us. In the sense that as we understand them and Jesus more deeply, we see a profound positive impact on our existence as believers. Knowing more about who Christ is in these ways gives us a prescription for healthy Christian belief and practice. For example, when we look at his person uh, in Revelation 2, 1 and following, as we try to understand the person of Christ, we see that he wants to be present in the midst of our church, community, and our personal lives. As we look at his resurrection, we understand more the power of his resurrection and our shared identity within it, so we can make choices to be an extension of his love and power in our world. As we look at his word and understand that when we read it, we ignite our desire for transformation and intimacy in Christ. There's his discipline, as revealed in Revelation 2:18 and following. When we accept God's discipline, we see the beauty that comes from his correction. There's his spirit in Revelation 3, 1 and following. We can more fully exercise the faith Jesus calls us to through the spirit by accessing the deposit of the Holy Spirit already put inside of us as believers. 
Then there's his mission, as revealed in Revelation 3, 7 and following. Participating in his mission gives us his vision for our lives and keeps us accountable to God and other believers. Then finally, his perfection, as revealed in Revelation 3, 14 and following. Christ's perfection eliminates our spiritual pride and propels us further into Christ-likeness. So this is how we may intellectually understand the impact of Christ's attributes displayed in our lives. As your discussion continues, the hope is that each person will discover practical ways that they personally see the impact of Christ's presence in their lives. Okay, question three. Which of Christ's seven prescriptive attributes from Pastor Nate's sermon helped you to understand something new or different about your personal relationship with Jesus? So the goal of this question is to give an opportunity for anyone to speak to the specific impact that any one of Christ's attributes as described in Revelation 2 and 3 had on them. This is where it gets personal. The purpose of this question is for your group to discuss the ways in which your own relationship with God is now different because of the ways Christ revealed himself to you through this text. For example, someone might say that thinking about sharing in Christ's resurrection reminds them of passages like Romans 6 or Galatians 2, which not only claim our identity in Christ, but also our actions through him. Someone else may be processing their understanding of his discipline in their lives and want to share a recent experience of correction from him. Another person may have been struck by how Christ's perfection allows them to release their own tendencies toward perfectionism. Whatever the case may be, encourage your group members to share about their personal connection to the text. Question four, in response to your newfound or refreshed understanding of Christ's attributes, how do you desire to be fruitful as a follower in your family and community this week? The goal is, with this question, for your group to discuss specific ways in which you hope to see fruit produced from your newfound or refreshed knowledge of Christ in you. This is where we turn our discussion into action. There may be ways for your group members to see how this text has revealed to them new ways of relating not only with God, but with those around them. Encourage them to find responses to the passage and to God's prompting that are specific, measurable, achievable, and or relevant. Remind your group also that it is the Holy Spirit that empowers and equips us to follow his word. Be prepared also with your own answer that you can share to get things started. And be sure to pray for these things in your prayer time. Speaking of prayer, we have a prayer application that will come each week. And this is where we'd love for you to consider how your group can apply the passage as you follow Christ together in prayer. You may take a moment to pause and pray for something that sticks out to your group within the discussion, or you may incorporate some of the following thoughts into your prayer time at the end of your meeting. However, these ideas best apply to your group. Please use your discretion as a leader to integrate them into your group meeting time. So for this week's prayer focus, please pray for the Thailand team as they endeavor to help others begin a relationship with God and as they grow in their own faith. More information about how to support the team can be found online at cover.com events. If you haven't already done so, this would be an amazing opportunity to introduce the Thailand missions trip team member that your life group has quote unquote adopted in prayer for the quarter. If you did not get a team member to adopt through prayer, please reach out to Ann um, Jensen. She's our outreach director here at Calvary, and you can reach her at ann at calvary.com. Next, we have our leadership notes. So to start the spring quarter off well, we participated in a training at the Life Group Launch Dinner about tough conversations. In Mike Bechtel's Dealing with the Elephant in the Room, he offers a series of six tools for communication that make it easier to, quote unquote, deal with the elephant in the room. He says, if there's an elephant in the room, introduce it. (laughs) Over the next several weeks, we will unpack each of these tools one more time. The first tool for us 
to unpack this week is the tool of perspective. Proverbs 18.13 says, Anyone who answers without listening is foolish and confused. This verse is so convicting. I'm sure that at least once a day, if not more, I'm guilty of this, answering without listening. This practice is foolish because it only offers disrespect or disregard for the moment and the other person's perspective. The reality is that everyone has a perspective. You have one. I have one. Everyone in your life group has one. So everyone will bring theirs to the conversation. This shouldn't surprise us. In fact, we should expect it. Then we can with confidence navigate the situation with truth and love. Practically, this means we commit to some things that may not come naturally for us, but these practices will help us prioritize and process another person's perspective, which is something that God calls us to do out of our love for him and his church. For example, we want to commit to a face-to-face connection, especially when we are facing tough conversations. We also need to get used to being uncomfortable so that we can approach awkward and challenging situations with confidence and grace rather than escaping them. We shouldn't try to fix others, but recognize that God is the one that causes the growth in our lives. Additional tools and tips can be found within the notes and the recording from the Life Group Launch Dinner this spring. If you missed it or want to review it again, check it out at the Calvary Life Group Leader Podcast and the link in the printed leader guide. There's also a few announcements I have for you this week. Um, First off is with service alerts. So whenever we have an adjustment to Sunday services, we send out a text to people who have signed up for service alerts. If you haven't already gotten the service alert list, um, if you haven't already signed up for that, you can do so by texting service to our text in line, 831-217-7999. We also send out the updates to our Calvary Connection email, for which you can sign up by texting the word news to 831-217-7999. All right, the next announcement I have for you leaders and hosts is about our Going Deeper questions. If you haven't already noticed, there are Going Deeper questions um, that will be listed on both the leader guide as well as the member discussion question sheet. Uh, We don't have any this week, but you could see them in the future. These questions are optional for both leaders and members to explore, given whatever time restraints are presented by the group meeting time. You're encouraged to use these questions strategically in your discussion, or you can ask your group members to think about them in their personal devotion times at home. Next leader announcement is about your roster, your roster review. At your first couple of meetings, you're encouraged to make sure the contact information you have for everyone is accurate and that you have everyone on your roster that's in your group. This is especially important for groups where couples have signed up. Oftentimes, only one of the spouses will sign up, so you're missing out on contact info and attendance for these individuals. Please ensure your rosters are as up-to-date as possible by your second meeting. Final leader announcement is that groups close on March 5th. So please note that we will be formally closing all groups uh, that are requested by Sunday, March 5th, and directing those interested in a live group to connect with the live group teams directly. We will reach out to you if someone could be a good fit for your group to see if you could accommodate them. If you need your group to be closed prior to March 5th or would like it to remain open after March 5th, please reach out to me and let me know. So thank you so much, leaders and hosts, for everything that you did um, on this morning, February 26th, to make our services possible despite the challenges. And thank you in advance for all that you're going to do to make your meetings um, go smoothly and to allow the Lord to work in and through you this week. So thanks again, and we'll see you soon.